The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors. And we'd like to welcome you to another edition of Spotlight on Long Island Schools on 103.9 LI News Radio. Catch us on the web at linewsradio.com. Spotlight on Long Island Schools is brought to you by the Nassau Suffolk School Boards Association, serving Long Island school boards since 1959. I'm your host, Bob Vecchio. Thanks for tuning in each and every week to hear about some amazing programs that our students are tackling in our schools across Long Island. And this week will be no different. And we'd like to welcome, I believe it's for the first time. If not, it's definitely been a while. We'd like to welcome into our spotlight the Riverhead School District, and in particular, the high school home of the Blue Waves, and I want to welcome the principal, Mr. Sean O'Hara. Sean, welcome to Spotlight on Long Island Schools, and uh, tell us how your school year has been going, and tell the audience a little bit about the Riverhead School District and the school that you run. Well, hello, Bob. Thank you so much for having us. Uh, It certainly is a pleasure uh, to join you uh, and an honor. Um, I am the proud principal of Riverhead High School. At Riverhead High School, uh, we, over the past two years, we've had the opportunity to uh, infuse our curriculum with with over 40 new electives um, that we feel, you know, help prepare our students for whatever they choose to do beyond our walls here, whether it's college bound or the workforce, the military. Uh, We have something for everybody. Um, This morning, uh, we have our assistant principal, Nicole Taylor, with us. Uh, Nicole has been instrumental in revitalizing our business program. And, um, you know, over the the past two years, as I said, we've we've kind of really uh, juiced up our curriculum with uh, over 40 new electives, but particularly in our business program, uh, we're super proud this evening. She will be, I'm sorry, this morning, she will be um, really focusing on digital generation. Uh, we do have our teacher of digital generation with us, Ms. Gernally, as well as two students, Jasmine and Chloe. Um, and I'm interested and excited uh, to have them all share with you a little bit about our program at River High School. And before we go over to Ms. Taylor, give us the size of uh, your high school, how many students are there, uh, and uh, give us a little makeup of, you know, listen, Riverhead, people know the aquarium, they probably know Polish Town, uh, but it's really a a very neat community out there. Give us a little uh, info about uh, the school community. Yeah, so, I mean, it's a wonderful community, very diverse. you know, we, from our wineries to our farms, uh, breweries, uh, lively uh, Main Street, uh, just a wonderful environment, uh, very large district uh, by uh, geographic uh, area. Um, I believe it's one of the largest, it's probably the largest in Suffolk County, if I'm not mistaken. Um, uh, we are, uh, right now we're sitting at 44% Hispanic, 42% white, uh, 13% black. Um, you know, I think that, uh, our community is really, uh, it's just incredibly supportive of our students and our programs, our athletics, our co-curricular, uh, extracurricular activities, uh, just a wonderful uh, school environment to work and learn in. Yeah. And listen, downtown Riverhead has been revitalized over the last several years. So it makes sense that the school district is revitalizing, revamping business programs 
to deal with the economic opportunities that have been coming along Main Street and the surrounding areas. It really has uh, developed quite well over the last probably seven to ten years. So uh, hats off to you, Mr. O'Hara. Uh, Ms. Taylor, welcome to Spotlight on Long Island Schools. And uh, talk to us about some of the steps you took over the last ten years to revitalize the business department and what made you center in on this uh, course digital generation. Hi, Bob. Thank you so much for having us this morning. We're really excited to be here and to be able to talk about our programs at Riverhead High School, um, specifically the digital generation. Um, This course was created uh, roughly 10 years ago. Um, It was created with five different school districts on Long Island. Um, And the basis of the course is it was started as a blended online learning opportunity for students. Um, Ironically, this course came about before uh, the COVID, you know, COVID-19 pandemic. Um, So, you know, any student that did take this course prior to that, um, you know, the the opportunities that arose there were really instrumental in helping them get through um, that blended learning during the pandemic as well. Um, I will say that the the course is sponsored by Google, by Eastern Suffolk BOCES, um, and by Stony Brook University. All three of those um, business powerhouses have really been instrumental in um, providing funding and feedback and opportunities for students that are enrolled in this course. Um, currently, this year, we had six districts participating. Um, um, and, you know, the the really great opportunity for students is not only are they working in a business environment in the walls of their classroom at Riverhead High School, but they're also collaborating with um, students from various districts across Long Island. Miss um, Governale will speak more to the districts that are involved. Um, but the opportunity that's provided for students is not only uh, that collaborative business uh, 21st century skills setting, but these students can gain three college credits for taking this course, um, which currently is structured as a half-year course at Riverhead High School. Um, in addition, we have different mentors that, that do speak to the students. Um, I do work collaboratively. We work collaboratively with the Riverhead Chamber of Commerce, who have been really great in offering um, additional mentorships for the students in our business education courses. Um, And specifically with this course, our students did just compete and uh, the winners of the competition will be winning. They get to go to Google, um, go into the city, into New York City and see um, Google headquarters and take a tour, speak to employees that work there and gain insights as to, you know, different skills and attributes that um, a company like Google is looking for. So it's just really, really great opportunities for students um, across Long Island. It's an amazing opportunity. I mean, talk about rock solid partnerships, Stony Brook University, Google, Eastern Suffolk BOCES, you're earning a college credit. There is a little competition involved. So that makes it fun to, you know, have bragging rights, but also to win that trip in to go see Google firsthand. That is an amazing opportunity. And again, college accredited too to walk away with some credits in the bank before you even get your high school diploma is always a cool thing. Uh, So my question for the teacher, Ms. Governale, so when the world shut down and we all had to go to remote my guess is a lot of your colleagues probably came to you because you were like years ahead of the game and they were probably trying to pick your brain as to what do we do how do we do it so pivoting for you after the shutdown was probably like well we've we've already been here done that uh so how prepared was your class 
based on your experience with this uh, when we ha- were forced to shut down? Well, it was it's a definite, definitely different type of a class in yeah. that way, because it is a lot of it is online with shared Google Google drives uh, with all of these school districts. Um, the six districts who participate are West Hampton Beach, Northport, Riverhead, Bayshore, Smithtown and Deer Park. And together, we're learning to build our own brand and manage our online representation in the class. You know, and then when we get together as groups on the field trips, uh, they work together in in, uh, the groups that they were put in in these shared Google drives. So So it's that's that that sounds fascinating, too. So give us a little rundown as to digital generation course, exactly what that means. They take what uh, the new age technology, what we have and what you and I did not have when we were growing up, but what they have, I should say, and they apply it to about 12 different categories that could be smart homes, finance, technology, uh, smartphones, uh, let's see, fashion, uh, food, travel, transportation, and things like that. And it's uh, it's amazing how they talk and we ask them questions like, do you even know what a CD is? Because <laughs> they don't know things like that, that we, that was new to us. But they, they speak to their generation um, yeah. about the new technology applied to those, those uh, categories. Yeah, I thought I was cool in middle school when I had the Sony radio. That was that big little box that you would attach to your belt with those terrible headphones. And and I thought I was high tech then. I, I, I'm kind of grateful that the cell phone technology wasn't around when I was there. Uh, but you also tell them about the responsibility of digital footprints, too. Yes. And uh, they have to really think about their digital profile and building a personal brand for themselves that will last forever. Uh, like you said, the, the digital footprint, um, how everything they do can affect how they, you know, uh, in, in interpret it, society and how society interprets them. Um, and uh, so we teach them all the safety, online safety, and what they should be thinking about in terms of every uh, social media platform they are on uh, to, um, you know, even emailing every single thing that, that goes into being online. Yeah, everything out there is permanent. And nowadays, if you're going to look for a job, an employer has every right to go back and Take a look at your social media postings and see if you're going to be a right fit. We're speaking with the folks from the Riverhead School District, in particular, Riverhead High School. And we're talking about a course that's been around for 10 years, which is blowing my mind because talk about being ahead of the curve with a handful of other districts to learn about the digital generation course. And importantly, how today's folks are learning and how they're using technology to do just about everything. You know, Uber Eats. Pick up a ride wherever you got to go. Very different from sitting in a long drive through line in the middle of the night. I don't know. I'm still old school with that way. But we're going to learn more about this course. And more importantly, we're going to talk with a couple of the students that have taken the class. And we'll learn a little bit about them when we come back. You'll have been listening to Spotlight on Long Island Schools on 103.9 LI News Radio. And out on the web at linewsradio.com. And we'll be right back after this. And 
we like to welcome you back to Spotlight on Long Island Schools on 1039 LI News Radio, out on the web at linewsradio.com. Spotlight on Long Island Schools, once again, brought to you by the Nassau Suffolk School Boards Association, serving Long Island School Boards since 1959. Bob Vecchio continuing our conversation with the folks from the Riverhead High School and the Riverhead School District, home of the Blue Waves. And we're talking about a digital course that has been in place called the Digital Generation Course. It's been in place for about 10 years. Well, before folks thought about online blended learning, kind of a little bit ahead of the time to prepare students, I guess, for higher learning that was always uh, had a footprint with online learning uh, long before it became a necessity in public schools with the pandemic shutdown. And we're talking with the business department teacher, Miss Lee Governale. Lee, we were talking before the break about some of the uh, uh priorities of the course that you try to teach and we were touching on you know digital footprint and the responsibilities of it because everything is permanent and the the good things the bad things and everything in between talk to us about some of the aspects of the course and and what the students tackle and and i'm also interested in learning a little bit more about the competition aspect that you guys have among the other schools Sure. The first time we met with all the the students from every school, they had to have an icebreaker. It was a marshmallow challenge. They had to work together for the first time. They had never met from all the different schools, the six schools. And uh, and from there, they were able to pick topics because, again, they had about 12 topics to choose from. And so the winners of the the challenge, they they got to pick first and so on. And um, so then they went on to uh, exchanging phone numbers, exchanging all sorts of information so that they can continue to work on independent projects in, in the classroom, but that it would be put into shared folders again, and then it would become a presentation. So that presentation was, uh, you know, held at Stony Brook again. And uh, so we were at uh, Stony Brook on January 18th for the final competition. The uh, competition brought students from the six different schools to work collaboratively on a final uh, competition with the impact of the social media and and Internet uh, on their projects. Three students from Riverhead placed amongst the winning teams. Jasmine Maldonado Lopez was first place. Andrea Benson was third. And Chloe Brooks, who received honorable mention, and she had most valuable player. Uh, the girls uh, wound up being on stage, you know, coming out of their comfort zone and they uh, and every student in the class also did the same in different groups with different schools, different students from different schools. And um, definitely a, a leap to get in front of uh, an audience who they did not know in a college where they had, you know, most of them had never been. You know, on stage at the Wang Center at Stony Brook. I've been in that room. It can be intimidating if you're not used to being up in front of groups. And we're going to speak with one of the students right now. So, Chloe, we're going to start with you as the most valuable player there. Uh, You are a high school senior at Rivet High School. Talk to us about your experiences with this class uh, and and what it meant for you to, uh, you know, kind of be picked out of so many others as far as one of the best of the best. At the beginning, I didn't really know what digital generation really meant until we went into Miss G's class. I learned a lot about communicating with others and a lot about how to work with others 
even if you don't know them. When we first began, when we did the icebreaker and then we got into groups, we chose the topic retail. Um, Retail has really been able to shift my mindset about today's whole world, basically, because everything we know comes from retail. So that was a very valuable lesson that I was able to learn and was able to tell multiple people. Um, I'm so grateful that Miss G gave me the most valuable player award. Um, I think I was able to really help and communicate with other students in the class because I'm very open. I'm not really shy about talking or anything like that, which it was. I I, I wouldn't I wouldn't have guessed that after 30 (laughs) seconds of hearing from you, by the way. I totally got why you're most valuable player and definitely a very good speaker. So keep going about your experience. I just love the fact that I was able to work with my friends and meet new people and we were able to understand these new topics and be able to get along with other people and really just be able to have fun. That was the major thing. There was hardships all the time. I mean, there was lack of communication sometimes, but we were able to pull it together and present a great project. And I think that every student in my class and in every other school did a great job at presenting their project and actually getting it done because it was a very hard project to get done. So retail and digital generation, talk to me how they fit together so perfectly for you. I mean, like I said before, retail's in everything. Um, yeah. I think specifically online now, like we learned that basically Black Friday and Cyber Monday are the one of the biggest days in the whole year of retail. And we learned that the biggest play that retail has in it, we've learned that uh, marketing is big in retail because um, they have to uh, like... Uh, show their product off to many viewers. And it's really hard to do that just without any uh, website or anything like that. So, And and targeted algorithms based on people's search histories and everything. It's so sophisticated nowadays. I swear sometimes they're listening. I'll say something in my house. And the next thing I know, there's an ad popping up on my phone. It's a little scary at times. Mm -hmm. But you have Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and I call crying Tuesday when I find out how much has been spent over those couple of days. I'll say that. And and Chloe, you you definitely a very solid speaker. Definitely valuable player because you sell the program very well. Jasmine is also a high school senior at Riverhead and the winner, the champion. Uh, So, Jasmine, uh, what did it feel like when you found out that you took first place? Uh, Well, I honestly couldn't believe it at first. There were so many people competing, so many great projects that were presented. And it was it felt really great to be a part of this experience. I learned so much. I had so much opportunity and I think all my teachers and every educator out there, like Google came and I spoke to the spokesperson and he gave me a lot of insight about Google and how everything in the world is changing. My topic was about um, restaurants and culinary and how that impacts your everyday life. Uh, Such as like now most people don't, choose to go out and eat at restaurants they use uber eats like you mentioned earlier they don't really use restaurants as a place of eating anymore most order online and eat at home which is perfectly okay because you know the safetyness of our house is you know very welcomed and um during covid that was impacted a lot because you couldn't go out and this helped in so many ways 
I, I know when my son was door dashing ice cream, I had to draw the line. I was like, that's that's <laughs> please just stop now. I'm door dashing ice cream. That poor driver just to bring a, a container of ice cream. What were what were some of the other projects that maybe had you a little worried that you weren't going to be able to take first place? What were some of the other projects that stood out that you saw out there? Um, retail for one, that was the biggest competition there in fashion and um, transportation. Uh, there's so many other projects that you were competing. And you were like, no way am I going to win. And it's just crazy to see everybody's experience throughout this. Some people were really nervous and some got out of their comfort zone. So most of my people in my class, um, they were different from the rest. We didn't stand out to people and it, it was a great experience to see how people get out of their comfort zone and have opportunities like this to show that they can do a lot better. Awesome. Well, I could see how you guys did very well. Chloe, tell me what else you're involved with there at Riverhead High School and being a high school senior. What do you see going on in the future after June? So I'm involved in a couple things. I am involved in DECA. I'm involved in the Blue Wave News class, which we do our own news broadcast every single day. We just transitioned from the digital generation class and we started our new project. Um, I'm also on the golf team for Riverhead and those are all my extracurriculars. I mean, I think Riverhead is really going to flourish, to be honest, because now they're adding so many new classes. There's so many new people coming into school. We have eighth graders coming in next year, seventh graders after that. There's going to be so many new people and so many uh, more cultures that people are really going to be able to understand each other and really going to be able to learn from each other, which is really an important factor to every school in building a bond with other people. Awesome. Jasmine, same question for you. Some of the other things that you're involved in in our last minute here. Uh, well, I'm involved in a lot of business classes that I'm taking at Riverhead. Um, like it's well known that there is a lot of new classes this year and I'm taking Walsh. Well, I was I finished up Wall Street. It's another business class in, uh, talking about stocks, bonds, marketing, all of that. And I am now in career and financial management, which is another business program. Um, I did, uh, I'm not really involved in extracurricular activities, but sounds like you have a full plate as it is. And people are sitting there saying financial literacy needs to be taught in schools. You guys are learning about wall street and, and, and everything else. So great job. Listen, I wish the two of you all the best in the future hats off to the blue waves and riverhead high school and Mr. O'Hara, Ms. Taylor, Ms. Governor. Great job. Uh, just uh, amazing stuff. And we're going to, we're going to come back to riverhead and we're going to learn more about some of these other electives that you have going on there. Sound good, Sean. Sounds, uh, sounds great. Looking forward to it. All right. You've been listening to Spotlight on Long Island Schools on 103.9 LI News Radio, thanking the folks from the Riverhead School District, home of the Blue Waves and their digital generation course and some of the other things that these young ladies are so involved in. And well, listen, thanks for tuning in each and every week because I get impressed and amazed every week when I hear students like Chloe and Jasmine. Take care. Stay safe. Be well. The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors.